Hey everybody, welcome. This is uh, Joe McCall, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, Wholesaling Lease Options. And where am I? I am actually on a bridge in Prague in the Czech Republic. We've been here for the last few months. Love it here. We've been here before. Um, we're flipping deals in the United States while living here, traveling around Europe. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but I just wanted to give a quick introduction to this podcast that I'm releasing here. It's a video I did a little while ago. Uh, a guy was interviewing me and we talked about my business and what I like to do. And then I was interviewing some successful students that I've worked with in the past, and uh, Rick Hine, Marat, and uh, Ronnie Jones. And you're really going to uh, get some pretty good information out of this stuff to see what other people are doing and how they're, how they're doing deals and having some success. So, so the other reason why I wanted to do this little video here is just to tell you that I have some opportunity open up for one-on-one -on -one coaching spots. If you're interested in getting some help from me, working with me one-on-one, -on -one, learning how to flip deals while you're in Prague and places like this, uh, then there's a link on the show notes, or you can go to joemccall.com and get some more information right there. Um, I work with just one or two people at a time. The students I work with have tremendous success. One of them is doing deals in the uh, Texas area probably since uh, April, so it's been now four months. It's flipped over 20 deals. Um, but this is a business I really love doing. I love teaching people. I love coaching people. I love doing deals. And a lot of you guys want to have a business that serves you and not the other way around. So you may want to travel the world. You may want to just maybe stay at home and work from a Starbucks. Whatever you need to do, um, you can do it. And real estate offers a great avenue for wealth and, and cash flow. And uh, it's great. So if you want some more information, go to joemccall.com slash coaching or just go to right to joemccall.com. All right. See ya. Take care. My name is Joe McCall and I just wanted to do a quick little video, kind of share my story and how I got to where I am. It all started back in 08, 09. I was investing in real estate. I had a lot of properties. And all of a sudden, I got into a world of hurt. I made every mistake possible. So it came to a point where I had a serious cash flow problem. I needed to figure out how to make ends meet, how to pay the bills. Because of the stress, trying to do real estate, trying to work my job, all the things going on at home with my family, it was hard. It was really hard. So I knew I had to figure out a way to start making cash flow in my business. And I started wholesaling. Back in 09, I started flipping lease options. and. I kind of stumbled on this strategy within about three or four months of flipping lease options, doing that part-time, surpassed my full-time income at my job. And that was back in 09. That's when I quit my job. And uh, one of the happiest days, also one of the most stressful, scary days of my life. One of the first things I did is I really wanted to sit down and, and create a, like a vision for my life. I wanted a business that supported my lifestyle, not the other way around. So I really tried to focus on what was most important to me in my life. I wanted to put God first, family first. So how could I design a business that would allow me to work whenever and wherever I wanted so my family could come first and also would provide, I like to call it stress-free abundance. I wanted a simple, easy business. I really went to work at, okay, what is most important in my life? Designing a vision for my life and then designing a business fit that. Most of us get it backwards, you know, we, we create a business first or we have our nine to five job and then we try to fit in our life around that. I wanted to switch that and do the opposite. 
I wanted to create and really schedule what we wanted to do with our lives, where we wanted to go, where I wanted to work. And I wanted to be home for breakfast with my kids. I just took my son out this morning for breakfast. I wanted to be there for lunch. I wanted to be there for dinner. I didn't want to have to travel a lot. And so designing my, my life first and then designing a business around that was my goal. So I started really designing a business that would allow me to work wherever I wanted. I've been really, really blessed. I have four kids. We've traveled to Europe. Um, we've traveled in our RV for three months around the country going to a bunch of national parks and I was still able to do deals while we were traveling around the country while we we're in Europe. So whether, whether you're working in a, a Starbucks or a coffee shop or at home or on the road um, in Europe, it, you can do this business literally from anywhere around the world. Bottom line, I wanted a business that was simple, honest, had low overhead, high margins, I wanted a business that um, was easy to systemize and outsource. I've come to realize that the less I do, the more I make. I wanted a business that had, could produce immediate and consistent cash flow. Finally, you know, I really believe that there's three keys to success in this business. If somebody wants to flip properties and they want to start in the, in the journey of wholesaling and, and becoming their own independent person, um, self-employed business owner, I believe there's three keys to success, and this not only applies to real estate, but also any other business. I believe it's marketing, automation, and delegation, I like to call it. Marketing, it's the most important thing, right? I mean, uh, we're not in the real estate business, we're in the marketing business, I talk about that a lot. But once you've got your marketing out, you've got a plan, you've got that marketing going consistently, you need to create the systems so that stuff can be automated. Any successful business has systems where they know if they want to make 10, 20 grand a month, they have to do this and this and this and this. And then they look at that system and say, all right, well, how can I get someone else to do all of that system stuff for me? And that's the delegation part of it. So that's what I've been blessed, really fortunate to be um, associated with a lot of friends and coaches of my own that have helped me figure out the marketing that works. And that's why I talk about it so much in the podcast and in my course, what marketing works today then how can you create systems for that marketing so it gets done for you in spite of you? And how can you get then the virtual assistants or the realtors or the other people in your business to support your vision and to do that business for you? Just recently, like when we were traveling around the country, we flipped six deals in three different markets and I didn't do anything, literally. I mean, I had a virtual assistant in the Philippines send the mail, send the, the marketing out, I had a, a local wholesaler on the ground that took the leads and talked to the sellers and met the sellers, looked at the house, and then sold it and advertised it. And I had realtors helping me sell the homes. Um, and then I asked you know, local assistants, kind of manage it all for me. So I'm big on that, marketing, automation, and delegation. If somebody that I'm working with, if I can help them get those things figured out, they too can have you know, that, that lifestyle independent business. Or, stress-free abundance, being able to figure out what's important for them, and then let's design a business that helps them support that lifestyle that they want to have. That's what I'm really passionate about. That's what gets me going. That's what gets me excited about the podcast, the course that I have, the products, the, the coaching that I do. When I get to see somebody and make a difference in their life, um, help them leave their nine to five jobs so they can be at home more with their family. That just gets me so excited. That's why I love doing what I do. Hey everybody, welcome. This is Joe McCall and I am with a good friend of ours, Ronnie 
Jones in St. Louis. How are you doing, Ronnie? Doing good. Awesome. Hey, I wanted to get Ronnie on, just talk real quickly about a deal that he just completed. He closed a couple days ago. And, um, yeah, he, he just made a small little $25,000 wholesale fee profit on the deal. Um, Ronnie is, uh, he's in my backyard. He's in St. Louis, Cardinals fan. And uh, so, you know, here am I in St. Louis as well. And am I worried about competition? Am I worried about guys like Ronnie coming into my backyard or actually our backyard and stealing all my deals? No, no. And so I wanted to ask Ronnie about this deal. I'm so excited for him because he's been working his butt off, but he's been working smart, not hard. And uh, so, Ronnie, let's talk about this deal. This is a uh, how did you find this deal? What did you do? Well, you know, I'm part of your apprentice program. Uh-huh. So uh, as part of that, uh, you guys do some marketing for us. I mean, I do, I do some marketing on my own, but uh, this particular deal came from marketing that you guys did, and it was from a postcard. Postcard. And postcard, and the uh, guy got a postcard, called up, hung up, yep. and that was it. <laughs> so he, 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 uh, he hung up. He did not leave a message. No, did not leave a message. So all we had was a missed call, right? Just right. a missed call. But we call back all missed calls. And I think we tried to uh, contact him a couple times. We finally got him on the phone. And, uh, you know, he had a, a, a great two-bedroom, one-bath house. Needed hardly any work done to it whatsoever. It's had a tenant in it for the last four years in a really good location here in St. Louis. Yeah. And he um, was very reasonable. And it was uh, really, honestly, it was just really easy. Well, it's just a, a really easy deal. The best so. deals sometimes are the easiest. Now, this yeah. was a guy, um, he's gotten lots of postcards, hasn't he? I mean, this was an absentee owner in a really yeah. desirable area. Oh, yeah. He, he gets tons of postcards, so why did he call you? You know, it could have been the postcard, but probably it was just the timing. Yeah. You, know, he's, you know, it was just that day he woke up and said, you know, you know, this is a postcard. You know what? I'm going to sell today, you know, or I'm, I'm going to sell here shortly because now is the time. You know, he's, he's definitely gotten lots of postcards. There's no doubt about it, because as soon as we had this under contract, we had buyers crawling out of the woodwork. Right. right. I mean, we just, this we had, crazy. we had, so, it was just, it was crazy. So he's, this guy, um, he tells you he wants 90 for it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you just look quickly on Zillow and realize, you know what, that's a good deal. It's a good price. Yeah, we ran the numbers. We ran the numbers and, you know, we put in a little bit for repairs and we're like, wow, this would be a really good buy at 89.6. So we sent him over a contract for 89.6. And he said, great. Nice. And that was it. So did you go meet him at his house to get it, to get it signed or was this done online? It was done online. He just uh, he emailed over the contract. Once we had the contract in, uh, we found a uh, then we actually I had my acquisitions manager. Uh, go over there and meet him because I I never even talked to the guy, uh, but I had him go over there and meet him, and uh, you know everything was fine. Exodus manager said this is a really nice home; doesn't hardly need anything. It's got like new furnace, new hot water heater, yeah. roof's great. You know the basement doesn't leak. You yeah. know it's just a it's just a great home, very clean. So uh, we're like great. So we uh, we actually sent it out to our buyers uh, that we had. Found, right, this is our first deal, so we don't have a lot of relationships with anybody. So yeah, yeah. we send out to our buyers, and we're like, "Okay, this is a pretty good deal. Let's let's do something crazy and try to make twenty thousand on it, right? Because it's a really good deal." So we sent it out, 
for um, 109.6, right? So, but we had nobody, nobody, uh, we had one email back and the guy was like, well, this is, you know, what are you guys doing? You guys just finding properties to advertise to try to get buyers? So, you know, he, like, like, this is hilarious because this guy didn't believe you. You're, you're no. advertising the price for too low. Yes. In this exactly. area, I mean, you're just, you're just playing games with us, right? I mean, you're just doing yeah. this to, to build up uh, your buyers list or something like that. Right. Yeah. We're using some kind of tactic to, you know, get more buyers in. But obviously we were like, wow, this man, we thought this was a sweet deal and we're getting no hits. So we're like, okay, what, what the heck? We put it on uh, Postlets and V Flyer and uh, reached out a few other places and we just started getting calls in. Well, and so we, we, and I, we also emailed it for you. You also buy, emailed it for us. That's, yeah. that's right. You, 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 you emailed it for us uh at 109 what we had but i put it on postlets and v flyer at 115 right you know just because you know i was just well let's go ahead and just put it up and maybe we can negotiate down from there and then i got people telling me afterwards i will i will pay you more i'll pay you more than 115 right. you know i had a couple of people that we probably if we wanted to really hold out we probably could have held out for 125 you know we could have made you know $35,000 on it, but being the first one, 25,000, we're like, okay, we're cool. Let's just, you know, we want to experience the whole closing process and get through it. And it's a little nerve wracking your first deal. So we're just like, me and my acquisition manager like, yeah, let's just, let's just, let's just call it done. We got a buyer, nice. you know, he went there, you know, he's, you know, pretty much signed a contract on the spot and that was a done deal. Nice. Nice. And the, the buyer came through, gave you an earnest money deposit. Yep. Tied up the property, mm -hmm. sent it to our title company, and right. took good care of you. Yeah. You, Simple. You, easy. You uh, you don't have a, a check to uh, to show us on Skype right now, but you you just sent it to me on. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see that. It's so cool. It says twenty five thousand ninety three dollars and zero cents. I love it. Yeah, I that, love it. That was in my car. That was in my car at the uh, title company. Right. So. Obviously, I was smiling, walking out. You know? Now you got a couple more deals in the pipeline. Is that right? Yep, yep. Awesome. A couple more, a uh, couple more deals. They're obviously they're not as sweet as this one, but we're we're definitely uh, um, we're, we're working on it. We're we're going to make some money on them. We just don't know how much yet. There's just right. a couple little hiccups, but uh, after the first one, it's pretty easy. Ronnie, what would you say for people maybe new in this business? Um, what would you say has been the key for you and your success doing a deal so quickly? Well, for me, I mean, I, I, you know, I've been, you know, listening to a lot of podcasts and, you know, getting on the Facebook groups and things like that. And I do it a little bit differently, I guess. I started off um, basically not working in the business, right? When I, when I started off with you guys, my whole idea, cause I own a couple of different companies and I'm not, and I don't want to work in the business. I want to work on the business. Yeah. So I, I started off with the acquisitions manager. I started off with a, uh, you know, a, a virtual assistant and I've been able to constantly be on the outside, you know, kind of looking in and, you know, saying, okay, let's tweak this. Let's, let's do this. Oh, did you call them? Okay. What happened when you called them constantly engaging with my guys and, finding out what happened and tweaking the podio learning being I'd have so much time to learn about podio because I'm not constantly trying to like catch up with the hundreds of leads that are coming in. Right. right. You know, so I'm having a lot of time to really master that stuff and really 
and have a lot of time to learn and, and, you know, kind of like outside looking in viewpoint. So for me, that's been the most successful uh, because then I'm not running around and, you know, like a chicken with my head cut off trying to, you know, you know, just yeah, be cool. Being overwhelmed, you know. Here's the cool thing. Right now, I'm at a, a mastermind. I'm in. A, I'm at a hotel in Florida. I stepped out. Uh, this is a mastermind of a bunch of guys all over the country that are doing tons and tons of deals. I mean, there's probably 30 guys in this group that I'm in right now, and there's a total of 90 guys in the in the mastermind itself. And of the 30 that are in there, there's probably 10 or 15 that are doing over a couple million dollars a year just wholesaling, right? And uh, the awesome thing about it is we're talking about systems. We're talking about the exact same thing, setting up your business where you're working on it, not in it. And uh, one of the things we were talking about is Podio and uh, becoming an expert in Podio. And it's cool to see these guys using – it doesn't have to be Podio. It could be any CRM. Sure. But remind me to tell you, real soon, I don't, we don't have time here, but now you can start sending text messages through Podio, like inside of Podio. Um, yeah, I've, I'm from, I'm I'm pretty much an expert with Globy Flow now. Well, yeah, and, and there's a uh, I'll I'll share the details with you later. Okay, there's fine. A, there's yeah. this really cool thing, but you're right. It's about setting up the systems, right? Yeah. It's about working because because you've got someone else now doing talking to the sellers. It's not you doing it. You can manage the process, and you're you're yeah you're paying your acquisitions manager some percent of the profit. You're you're splitting the deals with some other guys, you know, but. You're making more money now. You've got more deals on the pipeline because you're able to now to focus on what's most important. And I, I see I see you, Ronnie, at this mastermind in six to twelve months from now. Okay. Awesome. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. You just you're yeah. just taking massive action. I love it. That's so cool. Well, awesome. um, good. Ronnie, I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, we'll talk real soon. And uh, keep on going, man. I want to hear more deals. I know you've got you, – you said you got some smaller deals, but you were telling me before these are still deals like <laughs> 5, 10. Two, you got one deal that's almost 20 grand in the pipeline? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah, there's one. We're like – you know, I mean, we're now talking now that we've you hit it big with our first one. But we're now talking. We're like, man, I guess we'll have to settle for 10 on this one, you know. <laughs> so well, good for you, man. All it's right. a great viewpoint, though, you know. All right, Ronnie. We'll talk, we'll talk again soon. I'm looking forward to having another coffee with you in St. Louis when we get back. All right. Thanks, Joe. Have a good time. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Joe McCall here. I'm with Marat. And I uh, just did a wholesaling lease option deal. And I wanted to congratulate him and ask him a few questions about the deal, just get a little bit more information about how he did it and kind of what was the secret to, uh, to his success and doing the deal. So, Marat, how are you doing? Good, Joe. Thank you very much. Thanks for uh, your time today. I appreciate it. And yeah. uh, thank you thank you for all the valuable education that you provided. Man, I love doing this for this very reason. Hearing stories like yours, doing deals, making money, making it happen. So where do you live? Uh, I personally live in Rochester, New York, which is considered upstate in between uh, Buffalo and Syracuse. Okay. Now, is that where you're mostly doing your deals then? Um, this, the first deal actually happened to be from in Buffalo, which is about an hour from me, but I have been picking up houses as far as Alabama, 
Wow. Louisiana and very nice. I mean, some of these properties are in gated communities. But this house that I got in Buffalo, the lady, she was kind of a new investor. So she was really cool with everything. And, um, you know, I did a I did a slide dial to just a bunch of Craigslist ads. I, I went and got myself a scraper, like you mentioned. And, okay. you know, I would I would wake up every morning and have like, you know, 50 to 100 voicemails. <laughs> and I'd be like, wow, this is awesome. All right. And, so what you would go into multiple different Craigslist markets. I mean, multiple different markets in Craigslist. And just, do you have a VA that scraped the numbers or do you have a software that would scrape the numbers? I, I went and, uh, I went on Odesk and I had um, a technician make me a, a little okay. scraper. Nice. Um, so I told him what I wanted. He was real nice. He, he hooked it up. It works beautiful still to this day. Scrapes emails and phone numbers. Okay. And um, so that's how I got her. I would say it took about... About three weeks. Three you weeks. Know, and um, she signed up pretty quickly. You know, I, I, I used the option agreement that you gave, the short offer form. Okay. And uh, she was fine with it. She signed off within three weeks. The cool thing about it was the house was still being renovated, so it was open. There were contractors there. And uh, I had a gentleman write me. He emailed me. We never even, I don't think we even spoke ever in person until... You know, we followed up after his application and we looked at his credit. So walk, wrote, walk through this a little bit. So you the oh. you slide you slide dialed the seller and you just left a message saying, Hey, do you want to at least purchase your house? Was that what you said? Yeah. That uh, the message is, Hey, you know, um, I saw your home on Craigslist. I was just wondering if you might be interested in selling too. Um, if that's an option, I'm, I'm look or I'm looking for a lease with option to buy. If okay. you would consider that, please call me. Nice, nice. And, and the uh, seller called you back and said, "Yeah, yeah. sure." Yeah, she said that's fine. I said, um, you know, all I need to know is what you'd like per month. How long of uh, how long can you honor the mm -hmm. sale price that you want? And she said, "I'd be willing to go up to two years." And um, she wanted two thirty five for the house. And I said, okay, that's fine. We wrote it all down. Didn't sound was, like you had to do much negotiating. I, mean, I didn't. Uh, you know why? Because in the beginning, I was doing it wrong, Joe. I, I was like acting like a salesman. Yeah. And and that didn't work. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, you did a podcast I listened where you guys talked about, listen, you're, you're making an offer. You know, some will, some won't. So what next? Yeah. And af after I listened to that, I was like, you know what? I, I am making an offer. I'm bringing these people a buyer. And, um, you know, so if they take it, they take it. If not, and that totally changed everything. And I stopped spending, like, hours talking to people. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, and, and, I, and I used to get a lot of resistance, especially with agents who want to argue with me about, oh, so you want to do a first right of purchase or first right of – then listen, uh, <laughs> you want to do this? What's what's your price? You know, just please tell me. If you don't want to do it, it's okay. And they would say, No, no. What 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 should we call this? So what does it matter? <laughs> you know, just it's, if you don't want to do it, please. My yeah. time is valuable. So you're just uh, doing. But, you're just making an offer to at least purchase somebody's house, right? That's it. It's as simple that's as it. that. Okay. All right. So the seller says yes. You mail her uh, a one-page contract. Is that it? I actually use HelloSign. Okay. Um, you know the electronic signing, and she she signed off right away. You know, told her, listen, it's non-exclusive. You can still market it yourself. She actually, you know what? She gave me two homes in the beginning, okay. and the first one she rented herself, 
Mm-hmm. And um, so the second one, she said, I really want to do Rantona on this one. I said, okay. Um, so after that, the next step, of course, was marketing. Um, so I went, I use VFlyer and I use Postlets and I also have a website. Um, I have a, uh, a top spot on Google for my local area for Rochester. If you type in rent to own or lease to own, my website will come up. And so you, uh, you, this was this house was an hour away. Right? Yes. You didn't go and drive out and look at it, did you? Not at all. Not all right. at all. So did the seller email you pictures of the property? Did you find them online? Uh, she gave me one picture. <laughs> okay, all right. Because uh, she was she was doing renovations. Um, I guess the house was on a on a corner corner of. Uh, you know, where, where it was located. Um, but yeah, I got various people calling me on it from Craigslist, asking about it, how it works, how the program works. It was a little bit of a challenge for me to actually talk to buyers too, but you had a nice script explaining how to work with it. And I, I think I definitely am better at it now. So who uh, showed just... who showed the home while you were getting people to call on it? Who was showing the house? Oh. Oh, so that's what I was saying. The The nice thing was this home was still being renovated, okay. like painting and stuff. So it was open. So the lady said, you know, once the gentleman called that was interested, she said, oh, he's welcome to just drive by and go in because there's contractors. Okay, nice. So, yeah, so he, he, he somebody emailed uh, and uh, he said, hey, you know, I'm interested. How does this work? And I said, you know, you need a down payment if you have a good job. Um, I said, you know, you're pretty much approved. I said, but we'd have to just figure out how long it'll take you to, to, to get a loan. Yeah. He said, okay. And I said, you're welcome to drive by. I said, there's contractors there. I guess he went in. He looked around. He wrote me instantly. He was like, I love it. What do we do? And then I was like, I was shocked. You know, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, awesome. Yeah. So um, I used uh, my smart move. Okay. Um, as the you know application thing, emailed it to them right away. MySmartMove.com, those of you who don't know, is, is a website. You can go and you put the property in there, and then your tenants can go there to apply. It pulls a credit and criminal background check, right? Yeah. Good, yeah. good. All right. Uh, he filled it out right away. We got it. And then I went on your forum and because um, I, I really didn't know who could look at it with me. And, uh, you know, a special thank you to uh, J- Jesse Mills. Is that yeah. his last name? Jesse Mills. And he yeah, he was really nice. He got on the phone with me, looked at it. He said, you know, Mariah, he said, this, it'll take this person about 18 months. You know, give, give them that much time and they'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I called him directly. We spoke. And I said, you know, it's going to take a little time. I said, you know, we're going to work to really get this deal done for you. I'm going to need to talk to the owner. I didn't want, you know, I wanted to tell him, like, we're working on it for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But the, the cool thing was the guy had a good job. Him and his wife were making over a hundred grand. And um, so they they were architects, I believe. And they, and, could, they um, could afford the home. Yeah, they could definitely afford it. And when I showed, and when I called the, the owner back and told her, hey, we have a really good candidate. She's like, oh, really? When she saw the report and the the stubs, she was like, "Wow, th- this is a good buyer." I said, "Yeah, we don't mess around, you know." I said, "These are <laughs> right." So, so th- she was like, "Yeah, that sounds great." And then I called uh, Avalon. Uh, actually, I downloaded the form. Avalon Escrow is basically the company that helped put the deal together. That was really the missing piece in my puzzle because. Uh, I've been trying to do this for a long time, and my deals would always fall apart because, number one, maybe I didn't look professional. People would say, well, who are you? Why, why am I paying you? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't have credibility, you know, so there were pieces that I were missing. Number one was a website. Uh, number two is just kind of knowledge about real estate. So when you recommended getting your license, I, I listened to you before and I was like, you know, let me just get it. And that really helped because number one, I wasn't scared. I knew yeah. that doing lease options were okay. Um, that you're just taking an option on a property and everything was legal. Uh, there was nothing to worry about. And I was educated where if someone wanted to, you know, talk to me about something, I wasn't worried, Mm -hmm. um, about what we were doing and that, that everything made sense in the real estate world. That, That was the plus plus for me. So then of course, having Avalon escrow, a professional, just, you know, attorneys, and I'm telling the customer or client and the buyer or the homeowner, listen, everything, there's no money exchange between us. There's nothing to worry about. You know, you're going to get a chance to review everything. Um, so what we did, once she agreed to, that the buyer was good, we took an $800 deposit from him. And uh, she, he paid it right away. And then Avalon drew up the agreements. Um, they sent them out to all of us. We reviewed it. We made a couple adjustments. Um, you know, the guy wanted to know how about the roof, how new it was. Luckily, the roof was brand new, so that that was yeah. great. Um, and everybody signed off, and I was like, "Wow, this is you know, this is really happening. You know, this is nice. This is going to be a nice check. You know, I I, I I love it. I was really excited, but I was always I was also so nervous because I was like, "Oh my God, you know, if this falls apart, you know." There, there really, you know, it was fear inside me because I was like, wow, this is a good deal. I hope I don't lose it, you know. Um, and right, you know, the, the last day, everybody signed. Everybody signed the money. They collected the full balance from the the buyer. He, he paid, you know, he put like 10 grand up, which covered, you know, first month security. Um, and that's how I did my deal. I, I've actually been giving a security deposit too. To the homeowners, yeah. it just seems to be making it easier. I, I get less resistance. It does actually. You know? You're absolutely right. So, um, what happened at the last minute? You're going to say something. So, at the last minute, the the, the homeowner was like, "Will you talk to my husband? Because he <laughs> he doesn't understand what's going on with the rental credits and stuff." And I was okay. like, "Oh my god, you know, oh my god, okay. you know." <laughs> so he gets on the phone. He didn't speak English that well, so. He wanted to go through the contracts with me, and I I said, listen, you know, I, I'll do my best to explain it. He kept he kept just saying, I don't understand the rental credits. What am I doing? You know, how is this working? I said, listen, I, I'm really sorry. You know, I said I'll do my best to explain it. I said, but everyone, you need to talk to an attorney. I'm not an attorney. You know, um, I said, but all we really did is you wanted two thirty five. We added rental credits to the top. We added, you know, the the option fee to the top. Yeah. You're, you're walking away with what you wanted, and on a monthly basis, you're going to get the rent. He just kept saying, "It looks like you're going to rent it." And I said, "We are assigning our agreement. Yeah. You know, that's why you see our company name, but we're assigning it." And I, I went for like thirty minutes, and then he said, "You know, I'm going to show my attorney this. I don't understand." And I was like, "Okay, you know." And I hung yeah. up, and I was like, "Oh man." But everyone had already signed, and you know what? The wife, she wrote me like 30 minutes later and said, uh, she said, don't worry about him. She said, he, just, he doesn't understand. <laughs> so, all right. Well, the cool thing, too, about using um, our attorney and our escrow company is that um, the guy who write those, wrote those contracts is an attorney himself, right? And his name yeah. is on those, on those contracts. 
So that's really good. Good, good. So is, is Jesse going to be working with the tenant buyer with credit repair? For this particular deal, no, because he didn't have a guy in New York, or okay. else I would I would have definitely gave it to him because, um, you know, he helped me. Um, but he just didn't have somebody for New York that he knew. So I, I, I referred it here to one of my local guys that I had, and, he, you know, they were fine with the two. They actually called me. They wanted to know how I set up the deal, if the option fee was set up as a seller concession. And I said, yeah. You know, yeah. I said, it's just a credit at closing. And they said, oh, that, that's perfect. You, you did it the right way. Yeah. And now so hopefully, that, that made- just, hopefully they can, because some banks will allow that to go towards a down payment, right? And so it's just in how you present it to the bank. And as, and as long as it's shown as being made out to a title company or an escrow company, it just makes it easier. But if, if your mortgage broker understands lease options, then that's good because it, no, they, they understand that, there is a right way and a wrong way to present it to the bank. And there's maybe different banks that you shouldn't or should not present that to, basically is what I'm saying. Right. Well, yeah. cool. This is awesome. How much did you make on the deal? So here it is. I, I just wanted everyone to see. I made a full-color copy of my check. You made a copy check. Nice. 65 50 so 50 you know. Not a and, bad uh, payday, man. Yeah. And you just started. So, w- when did we start working together? Um. I picked up your course in uh, December. Nice. I, I I went through it right away. I was so excited. That's about you know, three mo- out- three months ago. You picked up the course, and then we started working in that small group coaching program. Yeah. Shortly after that, real nice, uh, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Joe. I I really couldn't have done it without you. I I mean, you explained everything from A to Z. You know, as so far as just how to make this a a real business. Um, that. That was my main whole thing. I, I, I like to look professional. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to answer people's questions. I, I don't want to look like just a fly-by-night investor. I want people to know that I, I really will take care of them and that I have resources at least that I can refer them to yeah. and that, that I've done my part on my end to just educate them too and, and that they know what they're getting into and be able to explain those things to people confidently. That And that, that was for me is the most important. I don't want to feel like I did anything wrong to anybody other than try to help them. Let's see the picture of that check again. I want to get a good screenshot of that. All right, hold on, hold on. Nice. <laughs> I love it, man. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. we were pretty happy. Uh, the wife was happy too because this is something I've been trying to do for a long time. And mm-hmm. this got my foot in the door, really getting a check. Uh, and I'm sure I drove my friends crazy because I always talk about real estate. And now at least I'm not like a kooky real estate <laughs> dude. Now, now I made some cash. Yeah, man. Know. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, so, Marat. And, thank you, uh, Joe. I, I look appreciate forward to it. working with you more in the future, getting more deals under your belt. Um, I think you're going to be an inspiration to a lot of people seeing you do this and knowing that, you know what, I can do this too. It's not some pipe dream. It's not just somebody out there that only – you know, only the gurus do it, but I can do it too. And that's awesome. I'm really encouraged. Oh, thank you, Joe. Yeah. It's, uh, it took time, you know, for me, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, there were times that I almost gave up, but I would walk away and I'd always be like, I, I know, I know this is going to work. I'm just missing something. So I would come back to it, study some more things. And, and, and finally it just, it just happened. Um, yeah. I, I had a, uh, a friend that said, for, in regards to lease options, 
she said, when, when the right person, so far as a buyer, when the right person comes along, you'll know. Oh. And she was really right. She, um, I'm not yeah. sure if you know her. Her name is, uh, she is Wendy Patton's assistant, Beverly. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, and because uh, I, I bought Wendy's course before too. Yeah. Uh, and I, st- I started learning with Adam King was my first yeah. course that I had. And I got close with each one. With each one, I, I learned something else. Uh, but it was really just the contract and the legal part that, number one, I wouldn't have felt comfortable. If I, was fi- if I found a deal like this and I was just going to send somebody money and, or, mm-hmm. you know, just having the attorneys create those documents yeah. and take the monies from the people made everything, made yeah. everyone more relaxed. That's and, good. And just professional. Awesome. All right, Murad, I'll let you go. It's late. I sure appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Joe. Thank you. You have a nice night. See ya. Bye-bye. So, Rick, welcome to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, thanks, Joe, for having me. <laughs> this is, um, we've been friends for how long now? A couple, uh, couple years, yeah. Couple years. It's going on two years. Um, give a little background of yourself, would you? How did you get started in real estate and what about uh, it? Two and yeah, please, basically, please, please don't talk about the corn huskers. Nobody <laughs> cares. <laughs> Nobody cares, Rick. Well, it is basketball season. <laughs> um, okay. My my background uh, for most of my adult life is full time ministry, and so uh, up until about three years ago, that changed. We were part of a new church plant here in the St. Louis area. We ended up having to shut that down. I was looking for work. And uh, actually saw an ad on uh, Craigslist that Joe had advertised he was looking for an administrative assistant. I thought, I can do that. We did a phone interview. Joe did not give me the job. (laughs) And so in the midst of the interview, I said, hey, what do you do? And he said, well, I'm a real estate investor and I've got a podcast. So I started listening to his podcast and I thought, I could do this. And uh, so I started my own LLC. And then... uh, started heading down that road, even though I wasn't making too much progress because I was doing some other uh, part-time jobs, trying to scrape together enough for my wife and I to live on. And then um, not too long after that, a few months later, Joe, uh, I was following him on Facebook. He advertised that he was going to uh, look be interviewing for acquisitions manager. I had no idea what that was. Uh, I told Joe, we were emailing back and forth a little bit. I said, look, the least you could do is give me a cup of coffee Give me a few minutes of your time since you turned down my, my my role for the administrative assistant. So he kindly agreed. He interviewed me and ended up getting the job. So Joe basically taught me the ropes in terms of how to wholesale and how to do it. So he handled the marketing side of it. I did the other side of that. And we did that for a few months together. And I ended up going on my own and have been with my own company now since uh, probably about mid-December of 13. And how, so, many, uh, how many deals uh, would you say that we did together, Rick? We did probably, we were headed upwards of 20, 20 to 25. And that was from like August through mid-December of, of uh, just that little time. So I remember, yeah, it was, it was I remember one of the things I, I talked you with you about was the importance of finding your buyers. And yeah. we, we really took that. I, I was in the middle of um, 
working with my own coach at the time and like, how can I create a, how can I do more deals and how can I, I wanted to create like a turnkey business, but I didn't want all the hassle of a turnkey business. Right. And I didn't right. want a ton of employees. And, and, and he just reminded me of something that like I'd heard a hundred times before I'd even taught people this stuff before, but he said, number one, go out and find a bunch of buyers. Duh. Okay. Go and find a bunch of buyers that are looking to buy properties. And uh, so that's what we'd started doing. We started sending letters and postcards. Do you remember? Um, One of the the things that we did was we sent out letters to people who were to cash buyers who were buying properties in other turnkey markets. That is uh, maybe I shouldn't be giving our secrets away, (laughs) but that's what we do on this show. Yeah, there you go. So, but you know, we started getting people to call us and Rick, the reason I liked working with Rick so much is because he's such a down to earth people person and, and cares more about doing the right thing and taking care of our clients than making money. I mean, I I really think honestly, that's where Chris, that's where Rick's heart is at. And, um, so it was great. And we started doing deals and it just turned out to be, you know, this right time. Listen, um, I give Rick a hard time. I say, listen, I taught you everything you know. I didn't teach you everything I know, so watch out. <laughs> you know, the, the interesting thing about we had this one guy yeah. who uh, ended up buying a, a lot of homes uh, from Joe and I. And, and anyway, to make a long story short, I mean, in, when it was all said and done, he invested millions in St. Louis. And he had, when he actually came to St. Louis to, to, to meet with uh, me and property manager, he made the comment. He said, you know, I tried to invest in St. Louis previously a couple of years ago. And I said, really, what happened? He said, I couldn't get anybody to return my phone call. Oh, and so I just thought, you are kidding me. So and, and, it was interesting. And I was probably one of those guys. <laughs> you may have been. <laughs> I probably was because you just get busy and, you know, you, you know what you're yeah. supposed to do. But yeah. it just goes to show you who is our real customer, Rick? Well, I mean, i Oh, the real customer is yeah. for me. Our, it's the uh, the buyer. The buyer for me yeah. is the most important person that I deal with. If I don't have a good trusting relationship, I don't know if I. So there, when I think of customer service, I think more of the buyer because yeah. that relationship for me is paramount. Because if they're if I'm not making sure their needs are met and they're happy with the service that I'm providing them, then I've got I've got nothing. I know a lot of the guys focus on the sellers. Mm-hmm. I tend to focus on the buyers. It's just kind of my niche. So I tend to work with the out-of-state guys and I like to be viewed as their man on, on you know, on the ground here in St. Louis. So. Which is really, really, really important. And, and I'm so glad that Rick came into my business and my world the same time I started thinking the same thing. Because I had before been seller, 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 seller marketing, right. find the leads, find the leads, and then the buyers will come. And that works. But if you look about who is our real customer, our customer is the one who has the money, right? The sellers don't have the money, all right? It's the buyers have the money. And so Rick has really kind of risen to in St. Louis is known all around real estate circles as being the guy with the money. And how many, you get deals, leads coming to you all the time. One of the things that we did, and I know this has nothing to do with Evernote, but you know, it kind of does. We started getting buyers. We started finding out, you know, how much money do they have? How, what kind of properties are they looking for? What are their numbers? And then we just started spreading the word. Hey, you know, we've got, we got money. We're looking for deals. Send us what you have. And we really didn't have to do much marketing anymore, Uh -uh. seller marketing, because 
Rick was getting so many leads just from referrals and other wholesalers and realtors and agents saying, Hey, here's a property. See, you know, is your, would your buyer be interested? And they were happy just to make a little right. bit, little bit piece of the pie. So yeah. I think that if anything we get out of this, everybody listening is, is take, take your buyers very, very seriously and treat them like gold. Yeah. They are your customer. Would you, you want to add anything to that, Rick? Am I? Yeah, no, I would completely agree with that because especially with the out-of-state buyers, they don't have anybody else in town to go to. And if you can become that go-to guy and you can earn their trust over a long period of time, then you're, 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 it's, it's just going to bode well for you. And Joe's right. I, most of my leads I get through other wholesalers as a result of, as a result of networking. And these are guys that I know they're not taking me to the cleaners in terms of markup and things like that. And typically when my buyers, when they're in buying mode and sometimes they're on and off, but when they're in buying mode, I get their best leads because they know I'm going to sell them for them. So I tell them what my criteria is. They, I let them know. I send out a weekly, sometimes by once every two weeks, but most time weekly email. I've got a list of about 30 wholesalers that I uh, network with. And so about once a week, they know what my criteria is. And so they get they, they send me their leads. I work together with them, and uh, it works out pretty well. So how, how many deals in the last year, Rick, would you say you've wholesaled, or what's an average month for you? Well, I just had a guy from California come out. Uh, it was an out-of-state guy. He likes to see his property, so he comes out like once or twice a year, and he bought four from me last week. So nice. typically, uh, I don't I'm, – you know, I'm trying to think. I think last year I sold uh, a little over a hundred, I think <laughs> something like that last year. So yeah, it was pretty incredible. Score. Yeah, How awesome is that? Yeah. It's, I would have never, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I was basically after we shut down the church, I was unemployed and to think that, oh, you know, I'm, I mean, I didn't know anything about real estate, literally just don't, didn't know anything. And so even some of the very first homes that I bought, those first two or three, I kind of, you know, kind of cringe over those because I've learned a lot. The guy was our property manager manager really has worked with me well. And and I've asked a lot of questions. So he's taught me a lot. And and then just being around the business, other wholesalers, how do you do this? What do you do in this situation? I just ask a lot of questions. So I continue to do this. I'm just so I I am so stink. I mean, I look to you as a, as a friend, Rick, but I, I hope it's okay to say this to a friend, but I'm so stinking proud of you. Like, no, you, that, I appreciate that Joe. Cause you know, you're, you're almost like a, you're this real mature guy. And here I am. I still feel like a 20 year old. Um, <laughs> and I, I know I look 20. I'm just, but it's so cool to see, <laughs> like see Rick, just take this and run with it and does over a hundred deals in the last 12 months. I, I think one of the things that, I made a decision once I got went down this road with you, I I thought I'm not going to try this out. This is a career and it's either I'm, I have to make this work because I wasn't interested in just, well, let's see if it works. And, and so, I mean, I've taken more risks in the last two years than I would have ever dreamed, but now we've bought um, my wife and the business has bought a, we owned a duplex previously, but now we bought another property and we're going to buy. I mean, our goal is to probably in the next oh two or three years buy a total of 10 
And so, you know, we'll have our own portfolio as well. And so when you're wholesaling, you can, you can wait on the really good deals. Yeah. And so you can, cause they're out there. So it, it, it works really well. And so it still gives you the freedom to help in the ministry when you want mm-hmm. to, right? So yeah. you're still involved yeah. in ministry as well. Uh-huh. I'm part of the leadership team at our church. And so I'm involved there and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, well, who cares about Evernote? <laughs> this is so cool. I'm so excited because um, I remember meeting with Rick and I remember Rick, you, you telling me, Joe, these offers are too ridiculously low. Nobody will take these. This is crazy. Why on earth would I want to offer such a ridiculously low price on this house? Nobody will take it. Yeah. Do you remember those conversations? Oh, yeah, I do. I remember a lot of them. I just thought, you know, how are we going to do this? I just, I just, I couldn't see the big picture. I just knew what, what, you know, what we were trying to do. And I thought, how does this work? And it wasn't until we, Joe, the good thing about Joe is, I mean, obviously he's, he's, he's trustworthy. He's honest. So it's easy to deal with him. He's got, he's a systems guy. I'm a systems guy. So we worked really well together. And once we had our systems in place and we were going, it, it, it really became, I would say easy, but it, 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 it flowed pretty smoothly. And we both like Max. Yep. Yep. Sure do. But you're a corn husker. That's so funny. <laughs> I give him a hard time about Nebraska. How can you not? Poor yeah. Guy. Well, <laughs> I was, you know, go ahead. I, I was going to say I was in, um, Colorado and I saw this corn husker shop. Yeah. What store? That's near uh, Rocky Mountain National Estes Park. Park. Estes Park. Yeah, Estes Park. Yeah. You go to Estes Park in the middle of Colorado, and there's this storefront right in the middle of this tourist area that's yeah. has a bunch of big, giant red ends everywhere. And I think They're of Mark. Awesome. We go there often. Okay. Anyway, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for. Um, no problem. Talking to me about that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just I, again, guys. I keep on going back to this whole strategy of. Find the buyers. Who are your customers? They're the buyers. They're the ones who have the money, right? And start networking. Start marketing to buyers, finding out what they want, and then answer the phones. Um, if, yeah. if Rick understood that very early on, I think a lot of it you got from just being in ministry, understanding the importance. Right. Of- and, even, and even with your wholesalers, when your wholesaler gives you a lead, you need to, if, typically, if you don't like it, they, they never hear back from him. At least give them the courtesy to respond to the wholesaler. Then you're actually building the trusting relationship with your wholesalers as well. And they know that you're not going to leave them hanging. So right. it, it works on both ends there too. Hey, there you go, guys. That's just uh, three little interviews I did with Ronnie, Marat, and Rick. And I hope you got something out of that. I hope you learned something maybe that you can start implementing as well yourself in your own business. But if you're looking for a coach or a mentor, looking for somebody that can take you by the hand and maybe help you with your first couple deals, Maybe you're already doing some deals and you want to grow your business. You want to expand it. You want to automate it, create systems. You want to start traveling around the world. I'd like to help you. So let's talk. If you go to joemccall.com slash coaching or just go to joemccall.com and you'll see the link there. It's more information about my one-on-one coaching program. It's not for everybody. I get it. Um, But if you go to the website, take a look at it, apply. We'll get on the phone, see if we're a good fit. And if we are, we'll start working together. And I'm looking forward to talking with you. And I hope you enjoyed this little podcast that I did and these interviews. I hope they inspired you, uh, regardless if we work together or not. All right. So take care. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.